and welcome to Bite Size Mindfulness Podcast. I'm your host, Linda Quijano, and this is a series filled with conscious discussions around living life more mindfully, delivered to you in easy-to-digest bites. I'm so very thankful to have you here joining me today, so let's get started. Welcome, welcome. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe I have just pressed record on my very own podcast, a space where I can riff and ramble and have discussions on topics closest to my heart. Oh, I am so excited. I've called it bite-sized because each episode will be easy to digest, short and sweet, full of flavor and leave you satisfied yet thinking. There will be the perfect amount of giggles and truth bombs, but it'll also be informative. And I truly hope that you, my lovely listeners, feel lighter after listening. Okay, so I'll give you a quick introduction because maybe there might be some of you that don't know me personally. I'm Linda Quijano and I was born and raised in Australia. However, currently I'm living in Colorado with my boyfriend of three years who I actually met in Vietnam, (laughs) but that is definitely a story for another time. I love to travel. I love to change things up and move. And I guess I love to try all the things, I guess you could say. And I'm pretty adventurous. We both are. But COVID pretty much slowed us down. It forced us to slow down. And as I'm sure you can tell by today's title of the podcast, today I will be discussing procrastination, procrastinating. Oh, we all do it because to be honest, life is a pendulum swinging between chaos and calm. Sometimes we feel like we're in balance. Our shit is aligned and we are creating and making and doing all the good things like eating well and exercising. But then the pendulum swings the other way and we can feel weighed down, lethargic and uninspired. This year and all the 2020 BS aside, procrastinating happens and we can blame it on the year and our situation. And that's fine. But how do you, yourself, pull yourself out? What are the telltale signs that you are in fact procrastinating and putting something off? For myself, I know I'm procrastinating when I'm consuming more than I'm creating. When I'm filling my head with more, more reading, more scrolling, watching, and more going into my head than going out. If I'm honest... Lately, I have felt like I'm being busy, like seeming busy has been my default, and I have been filling my days with different variations of consuming. This has looked like reading articles and going into a wormhole of research over something really small, or I think I'm listening to currently four or five episodes of podcasts and I'm watching documentaries and basically avoiding really picking up and starting what I'm learning. For example, I'm about to really expose myself here, but I listened to a podcast in Croatia last September. So that's a year ago now. And it was a podcast on how to start your own podcast. And I was hooked 
In fact, I was hooked way before that. But from last September, I knew I needed to start a podcast. I've been dreaming about this podcast for a year. And I definitely let COVID become an excuse to procrastinate. And I could feel it. The mic I wanted was sold out. I didn't have the right space. You name it. So I sat down and I got really clear on what I need to do to pull myself out of procrastinating. So I wanted to share them with you. I've come up with 10 easy ways to whack procrastination out the door and get you creating more. So here goes. There's 10 ways and I'm about to list them. Number one, the magic of meditation. You have to have a clear mind in order to create, to clear the noise and the clutter and get really clear on what you want. And meditation is the best way to do that for me. I personally love using a guided meditation. So I use the Insight Timer. It's a free app on my phone and there's something for every level on there. So no excuses. You can simply turn it on and get started wherever you are, whenever you like. Number two, release your endorphins by doing exercise. It's the best way to feel good and it elevates your heart rate. So your senses awaken, leaving you more focused. It can be any form of exercise. It could be CrossFit, Pilates, yoga, a pump class, going for a walk. Anytime you exercise, you're releasing those endorphins that which make you feel good. So why not do more of it? Number three, why? What is your why? Why are you doing this? Why do you want to start the podcast? Give yourself a reason. The best way for myself is to put pen to paper, to sit down in a quiet space and journal my thoughts. Why do I want this podcast? I asked myself that and I wrote it all down and got really clear on what was my purpose and why I wanted to create this. So if you're struggling to find out why you want to do something and why it's so important to you, try journaling your thoughts on a piece of paper and then read it back, and I'm sure it'll help. Number four, tune out the noise. Do something that takes your mind off all the noise in your head. For me, that looks like a long walk with a podcast on or some of my favorite music pumping into my ears. I chuck my runners on and I hit the pavement. I love walking, and for anyone that knows me personally, they know I do. I'm a fast walker. I guess you could say I'm a power walker and I love to walk alone, but I also like to walk with friends. But when I really need to tune the noise out, I like to just walk alone and really clear the noise in my head. Number five, make lists. I've been doing this basically my entire life. Making lists is a proven way to get a dopamine hit. So dopamine hits are addictive and you get a dopamine hit every time you tick something off. You get a rush of feeling satisfied, feeling good about something that you've just done. So at the start of every week or every day, make a list of all the things that you need to do and make it achievable. Don't just put all the hard things on there like finish a podcast or create this or create that. 
put the life things on there as well, like pick up the kids from school, do a food shop, clean the fridge out, bake some bread. So each time you tick something off, you're getting those little boosts of dopamine hits and and you'll feel better about yourself and then you'll keep on going. Trust me, you'll feel better for it. So make the lists and tick things off. You'll thank me for it. Number six, digital detoxes. Oof, I am going to do a podcast on this because I absolutely love being away from my phone, which is ironic because I use social media for my work. But having digital detoxes really help me get clear on what I want because I'm not clouded by the noise of notifications and updates and all the rest. Years ago, I turned off the notifications on my phone, so nothing pops up on my phone. I actually have to go into the app in order to get the notification. I've also set a time where I don't look at my phone. So that's that looks like 7.30 in the morning. I don't look bef- uh, before that. I don't look at my phone. And after 8.30 at night, I generally try not to look at my phone um, to like scroll on the internet and that sort of thing. I'll look at it if I'm meditating or replying to a quick message with a girlfriend, but I really do try to have those times where I don't have my phone as well as when I'm working, that is a strict no phone zone. So the quickest way to procrastinate is when my phone goes off and I look at it and then 30 minutes later, I'm scrolling still on Instagram. So when I'm working, it's a strict no phone zone. I put my phone away and I'm just hidden the zone working and creating and doing my thing. Number seven, space. Oh, space is such a big one. I grew up with my mom working from home. She runs a toy business and it was always so cluttered and I didn't know how she worked, but she did and she managed really well and that was fine for her, but for me, I need my space to be clean and tidy and have everything in its spot. For me, that's inspiring when I get up and I have my little nook and cranny and I just get into my space and I jam out and do my thing. And another great one is to get out of my PJs in the morning and get into some proper clothes. It makes me feel more professional, like I'm doing something with purpose. So space is a big one. If you're feeling like you're procrastinating, create a little workspace and get out of your Jimmy Jams. (laughs) Okay, number eight, reward system. This is another fantastic one. If you are feeling a little lethargic about what you're doing, set a reward for yourself. So for your example, if you're at university and you're writing an assignment, set yourself a goal. So say you have to get a thousand words on the page. And then once you've hit that a thousand words, run a hot bath for yourself and relax and enjoy that moment because you've earned it. You've reached your goal and now you're having the reward. Rewards really work if you are feeling a little bummed out by what you're doing so that it does get you in a positive mindset. If I do this, I will get something out of it. And also you're getting work done at the same time. Number nine, stop the negative narrative. Stop getting down on yourself. When you think you can't do it, don't let that emotion rule you. Don't be dominated by your emotions. Instead, talk to a friend or a family member to process unsettling thoughts. For me, when I'm feeling down, I know for myself that I feel so much better after talking to someone about it. 
So I might talk to my boyfriend. I might pick up the phone and call my mum. I might message a girlfriend. And it's just a few messages back and forth. And I already feel so much better about myself and the situation. And it doesn't have to be a down thing. It can just be, oh, this happened and blah, blah, blah. And friends are so good for lifting your mood. So don't let the negative narrative rule you. Pick up your phone, call a friend and have a chit chat. And I promise you'll feel better about it. Number 10, roll with it. Oh, lucky last. Everything in life is happening in its own synchronicity. So stop getting in your own way. Life will ebb and flow and your experiences will continue to go through a cycle of decline and regrowth. What we push and resist will only continue to persist. So let things happen organically. Please trust and believe that you can do it. You can do it. Life doesn't need to look and feel and be a certain way always. If you're procrastinating now, don't let it rule you. There you go. 10 ways to beat procrastination. Now, you don't need to do them all at once. Maybe pick one or two and then try those for a little while. And then eventually you'll find yourself feeling less autopilot and more like you again. Because believe me when I say procrastination is a real and human behavior and it happens to absolutely everyone. Even the Beyonce's of the world. I want to believe that Beyonce is out there procrastinating, even every now and then. I believe it. (laughs) But after a year of making excuses, I have decided to grab the bulls by the horn and create this podcast for you. My lovely listeners, from my heart to your ears, and I can't believe I'm about to finish recording my first episode. I'm absolutely buzzing. So let my energy, let my story and my tips help you follow your gut because your dreams are worth chasing. Go gentle on yourself. And at some point, I promise you won't even remember how hard it was. If you'd like to know more on this topic, I did write a blog on this and you can find all the details in the bio of my Instagram, which is at Linda Quijano. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked it, please leave a review as it helps me grow my content. And don't forget to show me some love and hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode. All right, guys, till next time, I am your host, Linda Quijano, and you have been listening to Bite Size Mindfulness Podcast.